Welcome to Visma Ski Classics podcast, Living You to Living. Visma Ski Classics is the long distance ski championships with 12 pro tour events and 35 pro teams, bringing professional and recreational skiers together. We will analyze the events on the tour, portray the legends of the sport, and help you to become a better skier. Welcome to new episode. I am Erik Wikström and uh, you are so welcome, Anton Järnberg. Thank you, thank you. How have you celebrated that you have become the Pro Team Director of the Year? Um, oh, I have celebrated with a uh, lot of bicycling this spring. Uh, I like to, 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 I like cycling, both ride my bike and watch the bike on television. So I have consumed much bike. What is, is it a road bike? Uh, uh, yes, uh, often the road, but uh, this uh, spring I have uh, a new um, gravel bike and that's fun. So do you compare the, these uh, bicycling races with Ski Classic? Because I guess you, you, you watch these uh, classic races in spring the f- in Flandern and uh, yes. Paris-Robert yes. and so on. Yes, yes, I I have uh, and many years look uh, very much on on bicycling and ski classic is uh, is a little bit about uh, about uh, the bike and I take much um, uh, what to say influence from the bike to the the skis and uh, I uh, both my interest and my my work I could take the ball. How many times have you heard the question? Uh, some people ask you if you are um, relative to sixteen Jernberg. Oh, uh, that that question I get very very often, but the answer is always no. It's have been fun if I have an a re- relation, but no, sorry. Okay, so you you live in Ulricehamn, and and that's actually in Sweden. Many skiers move from uh, the south to north, but you. When you were a pro skier, you moved from north to south to Ulricehamn. How come? Uh, yes, I, I lived in in Östersund Åre and some years in study and 2008, 2009. Then, then after that, my my wife should study in Borås textile. And 2010, then we moved moved to Ulricehamn. Then uh, I was uh, active though. And um, I ski for two or three years uh, when I live in in Ulrichshamn. And Ulrichshamn is really really good. That uh, ski and ski resort the all all year round again. Yeah, because you also have some camps there with your team, and also there are several good skiers. Uh, I mean, Marcus Johansson from your team lives there, and Andreas Svensson and so on. And Hanna Falk, uh, World Cup skier, yes. is coming here soon, yeah. or maybe she already moved there. What What's good with Ulysahan? Is there enough snow? Oh no, no, not so a lot of snow. But I the 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 best with Ulysahan is the summer and the uh, the the roller ski. There's a much uh, a lot of uh, small roads for roller ski. It's uh, pretty. Uh, hilly, not uh, long and not, uh, but it's uh, not flat, so that's good. And uh, it's um, 
pretty good and the, the winter tour with uh, artificial snow and uh, the, yeah that's uh, okay but the best uh, with the other and, and skiing is a very very big interest in, you know, of, of the sport in the in the city and you know when the the world cup is a very very big public and the very interesting of the sport and that i like have you plans for a Visma Ski Classics race in Ulrichshamn? Yes, it, it's born. This uh, I hope David uh, understand that uh, if we have a, a ski classic race in Ulrichshamn, it's la- like to be very big public, and uh, maybe we should go like Jesarska 2016 when we go 15 uh, loops on the three kilometer. I think <laughs> that will be be fun to do in Ulrichshamn. So you you came down there in 2010, and then you were. Uh, skier in uh, Visma Ski Classics I think you did eight races in total between uh, 2000 the season of 2011 12 and 13 and you were often around like 30th or 40th place and it seems like your favorite race was Tartu Ski Marathon how come <laughs> uh, yes I, I like uh, Tartu it's a it's a nice race it's a nice uh, nice course uh, uh, quite flat, but uh, some hills and uh, it's a good nature and the race is pretty big. I don't remember why, maybe four, three, three, four thousand. Uh, and uh, I, I like it. And it's um, when we go Tartu, it was two weeks before Vasaloppet and it was perfect to to the last uh, uh, preparation for the Vasaloppet with the 63 kilometer sun. Ah, I like it. And you were 10th there in 2010, the year before it, uh, uh, or two years before it became a Visma Ski Classics race. And would you consider that as your best result as a skier? Your 10th place there? Uh, yes, uh, maybe it was uh, the the little um, smaller elite uh, wave that there, and uh, it was a good race I remember. But maybe the best result I have done, uh, I have a silver medal in sprint relay from Sundsvall uh, 2011, I think, with Donny Rickardson. And I think that's my best uh, result. Yeah, and you've done some good uh, sprints uh, qualification in nationals, I've seen also. Yes, it was sprint or long distance, so it was my, my favorite. Like for many others. Yes, um, yes. Do you remember your last ski race? Yes, I remember. Uh, it was in Ulrichshamn. I was. It was a KOM, was a club championship. Club championship. <laughs> a very for small. Ulrichshamn CF. I don't race for the Ulrichshamn CF, but I was in and and go with it. And I f- think I win the race. You race two, I think, and Marcus Johansson yeah. won the race. Yeah, you're a good memory. Yeah, you won your last race ahead of Marcus Johansson, and I was in in third place, way behind. <laughs> but uh, the, I, after that, I've been sick. Uh, I have uh, the Orefjell Loppet should be my last race, but I was sick. Yeah. So you won your last race. That's a good. Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> um, after you quit, I saw you, I remember, in the fall in 2013, it was rainy and maybe four degrees and you were out roller skiing. And I think most people that quit their elite career, <laughs> the last thing they would do ever, ever is to roller ski on a rainy day in the fall. 
Can you explain that? Uh, no, <laughs> but I could try. Um, uh, if um, I like to train with this not so good weather, I don't know why, but uh, that uh, when I now when I not train a lot, uh, so when I train in rain, so it's uh, I like it a lot, and it's nice to come out and take some weather uh, in the in the face and uh, so so I like to just roll, roller ski and um, running it's uh, nice to in the rain I think <laughs> okay we don't agree but <laughs> um, <laughs> how much do you train nowadays a little bit uh, maybe four or five times in the, the week five hours seven hours maybe so you're in still in good shape Uh, maybe uh, <laughs> not uh, the best shape as in the spring when uh, we not uh, could compete in ski classic i have trained some more and though the, the shape is better than when i need work a um, little more the shape is uh, not so good do you need to be in good shape i mean you're a ski coach do you need to keep up with your athletes or while ski testing and visma ski classics the day before the rest the day before race Uh, yes i have some uh, thing i work um, and this uh, with uh, i want to have a shape who i could to test uh, the with, with the technique or or this so i could try the new things we test with the team and technique with uh, and so so i try to be in the shape that i could go uh, with um, with uh, the speed that the skiers have even if they not be one 100 meters or something but i try to have a, a shape that i could test uh, the new things If I am correct, I think you and Team Ragde are the only two teams that are still there from the first season of Ismaski Classics in 2011. Could that be right? Okay. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, cool thing. Maybe they have been uh, bakeries or so. With the, It has been the Team United Bakeries the first year, but they were... Uh, Not the same team United Bakeries. Anyway, oh. it's only uh, two yeah. or three or maybe four teams yes. from, from yes. the start. And you are one of them. And the name of your team, the first four season, was Helsingi Ski Team. How did you start up that? Uh, we start up uh, Helsingi Ski Team 2009. Uh, me and Lars Jung. Uh, and uh, this, we start... Uh, we want to go uh, ski classic not uh, the fish marathon cup on the, this time and uh, the club we have they could not uh, go and help us with that and though we start up this uh, this team helsing ski team and go uh, tarto marcia longa and vasa at the first year i think it was how did it work at that time like with waxing and waxers and feeding and so on Oh no, that was uh, not so much. We have the the parents uh, to to wax the skis, to uh, they, they do everything. They feed, they 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 do everything. They drive the car, and so we we do it uh, with a very very uh, little, um, not so big ambitions uh, to the whole, but uh, the, we try the best we we could. In the spring in 2014. You decided to develop as a team to become Lager 157 ski team. 
And can you tell us about that? What happened that spring? Uh, that spring is um, we have uh, on 2014. I not uh, I have uh, not race. I have been the race uh, team director. Uh, for Helsingski team and we have uh, Lars Jung, we had uh, Fredrik Byström, Anders Högberg and Daniel Rickardsson. Daniel Rickardsson win Årefjällsloppet uh, this spring and after that Lars is end his career and we we have uh, some uh, we, we, we want to do something bigger and uh, Sweden have no team uh, no big team um, extra uh, no experience but this was little Swedish little Norwegian um, so we want to, to try to do something bigger and in in this uh, when I uh, moved to Udresam I learned to, to know Stefan Palm uh, and uh, oh, uh, we we talked to each other and uh, Jürgen Brink uh, called me and um, looked after a new team after Lee's plan and uh, me and Stefan and Lars uh, start up the, the new team or the old team with the new new name the Lager and FM2. And uh, you had a pretty good squad in the beginning. I mean, you mentioned there um, Jürgen Brink. You had uh, a few good skiers there, yes. but. You you didn't really have any success. You were uh, you were tenth in the team competition the first exactly. year. Well, no, we had the big plans for the first year, and the, the main goal be to win the Vasaloppet. We had Jürgen Brink is a three-time champion, the, and uh, he was number three or year before he came to us. And we have Daniel Rickardsson who should go go Vasaloppet that year, and uh, Marcus Otto, Tom Frekby. So we had a good uh, team, we think, and and uh, the goal was was big, but the season was what not uh, good. And then you gradually became better. You were fourth in 2016, and since that you have been on the podium. But I mean, it was. What was wrong? It's it's still. How could everyone perform lower than their potential? Uh, good question. We have some uh, unlock. I f- I think Marcus Ottosson was very strong this this uh, summer. Very very strong, and he was number two in Allianz Loppet, and he was the strongest guy in the team, and he. Um, uh, he's uh, injured on the, the late on the just before the season start, and we maybe after that uh, we're not uh, the the best guy is bort. He's not with us. Yeah, he and, had problems uh, with his heel, his tendon. Yes. yes. Yes, exact. And um, after that, Jürgen is not, um, he can not the shape we think and he thinks she should have. Fred Busem is the uh, okay season and he takes a step from what he have been before. But um, after that, um, Rickardsson is his number four in the first race we do and that's okay. But after that, was a lot not was good and uh, was not so good. I think one of the, the, the main things was that every skiers have uh, we don't support them so good that we do now with training uh, we have the camps but we not uh, support them on the the with, uh, on the home uh, with trainings uh, planning or something and it was uh, more individual on this time and then suddenly you got from place 10th to place 4 next year and that's 
a lot because uh, a girl named uh, Britta Johansson Norgren. Let's listen to Britta. She comes here. Hello, this is uh, Britta Norgren. Uh, Anton for me is uh, like a cartoon. Uh, he's uh, a lot of energy and always happy. And uh, he's a really nice person to be around. And um, he's really a good listener. He can, uh, he really cares about everyone. A fantastic thing to have. Um, a little bit thing he can improve is sometimes he wants too much and everything goes a little bit too fast. Sport for him is really important. So you can always feel that yeah, he's really loves sports and uh, especially skiing because it means so, so much for him. Then you really means a lot for everyone. So it's uh, it's really nice to be around him and uh, feel that energy for the for cross country skiing. He can work all day, all night, and uh, you talk to him, and it's never a problem. He's always happy and find solutions. I hope uh, Anton will be. Uh, and the cross-country skiing, especially the long-distance skiing for a long time. I think that's important you have persons that really love the sport. And uh, yeah, I, th- I think it will be, be there in some way. Like a cartoon. Can you, can you explain that? <laughs> uh, cartoon now? I can't Britta, she has won this... Uh, champion babe so many times what makes her so unique why is she the the best long distance cross country skier uh, in the world in um, the history yes in the history that uh, now Britta is um, she's always find new goals and the whole, um, whole time is she's um, uh, work every day to be better and things um, I think uh, he, he look after what I need to be uh, better I need more some years he work very well with uh, um, the Saxon herringboning herringboning and um, some years in the sprint and she always uh, find new goals and she work very very hard for the the new the new um, goals is set up and I think that is the the big uh, the big uh, answer to the, this question how much does Britta train with, with the boys when you have a camp uh, all time I should say every uh, training we do we do uh, not uh, one uh, uh, man or one woman uh, we have one team and they train together with the camps and every every training we do together uh, do you have the same wheels when you're doing roller ski workouts uh, no the the girls is one wheels uh, lower when the when the boys and number four the girls on number three or three or two or something yeah and running you do together yes uh, yes Britta has collected so many points for you uh, through the years and uh, and it's been important for the team how is uh, what 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 how does she affect the team 
Now he's very important for the team, for the uh, for the guys too, and um, she's uh, very uh, what to say uh, involved in the the guys uh, and the tactic and the technique and the training, and uh, we we work very good, uh, very good together, the whole team, and uh, she's uh, very important in that, and his uh, his uh, long career and have much. Um, much to say to the younger and the the guys and the, so listen to Britt and yeah, she's very very important for us. Go back to to the boys. You had a few good skiers there. Uh, Jürgen Brink, Daniel Rickardsson. You also recruited Audun Lagerlund from from Norway. But still, to be honest, you haven't really been good at the men's side until this season. I mean. 2015, 16, 17, 18, 19. There, what you have never been on the podium, I think. Well, uh, what, and, uh, we have we have a bigger name before, and this we have this year when uh, uh, we we can't go into the podium. Yeah, exactly. What what did you do before, and what did you do now? I think um, uh, it's a good question. <laughs> Uh, self-confidence of course we have uh, a good uh, now we have the, this uh, group uh, two years even uh, comes uh, one year ago but and I think they have worked together and they they are very very tight uh, they they have uh, worked hard and we have worked hard with the team many years and I think that I say before when we we support the, the skiers more and the, the whole year, not only on the, the on the. Um, how how the, do you the mean? You, are you because you, you are personal trainer to Marcus Johansson, right? Yes. Do yes. are you also coach to the other skiers? Uh, we have uh, well, Lars, have um, uh, uh, Andreas, Emil, Elin, and Anton, uh, and I have Britta, Öyvind. Marcus Stefan. Uh, then I, Marcus, I have uh, the coach uh, every day with with the training plan. Training plan, and uh, Lars do that to someone of the institution. Someone Britta have a, a own uh, coach, but we uh, we are with them and we are listen and uh, help them. Uh, even the same, he, he is uh, her own coach, but I'm and uh, help him and listen and we talk and, and so. So I think. Uh, uh, only on the the coaching the day we we plan I I only have Marcus but we we help everyone we try to help everyone. More. Oh, and that's something new you had. Yes, uh, it's uh, two years. The last two years we have done so. And uh, what's the best part with that? Uh, we could uh, take the whole um, the whole the whole uh, the whole uh, some other we, we know more what they do between the uh, the camps and uh, it's uh, some easier to to uh, was, uh, to see the the why they not are in shape why they are in shape uh, and so and i think uh, for the for the skiers too it's uh, a na- nice and uh, to have someone uh, to to uh, to talk training uh, why uh, i'm not why i'm not in shape now or, or something and talking about training how how many hours do your athletes do per year uh it's a little uh, different but uh, i think the most 900 and 
950 maybe and, and maybe and 800 to 900 uh, I think the, the 750 to 900 the, the everyone is in and Stefan Palm is in the top I guess <laughs> uh, maybe now before when we start uh, the the team the first year he was in the top uh, he trained very man uh, much but uh, now I think it's little little uh, not so many hours but he maybe train harder now yeah. so Stefan Palm he's the the, uh, the founder the owner and the CEO of uh, Lager 157 that's a clothing company in Sweden and uh, he's also on the team. He has been, uh, I think, uh, 70, uh, he was number 75 in Vasaloppet a few years ago. And uh, he trains a lot and he joins you for a few camps and a few races. Can you tell us about uh, what, what kind of person is Stefan Palm? Uh, Stefan is a, a, a really hard person. He he trains a lot. He he um, works a lot, and he he is very important for the team, and he's very important for me and for Lars to to build the team. And um, in, in what to, way is he important? Um, I mean, he is. Um, he is um, he's helped us and uh, without uh, him we not have have taken the, the the step we have taken with the team maybe we have have been been uh, 2015 uh, now too and uh, with uh, stefan have have much good things about who we should uh, uh, the team should be bigger the the, the team should be be uh, safer maybe and uh, so so he's very important you mentioned Eivind before he came into the team uh, Eivind Moenfjell from Norway yes it's your only non-Swede on the team and let's listen to him Uh, Anton Jernberg is a uh, really uh, important uh, figure for, uh, for, for Swedish uh, cross-country skiing, especially the, the long-distance skiing, and also for the Wisma Ski Classics community. And he also has an extreme work ethic. I think he's doing a lot of work on a lot of different uh, fields, like uh, many different events for sponsors and for uh, uh, recreational skiers. In, 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 in addition to that, you have the the, 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 the athletes. He's a tra- trainer and sets up a training plan for some of the our uh, on the athletes on the team. And yes, for me, I don't know where he have all the time, but he is um, really passionate. That I can say. Uh, and where that come from, I I don't know, but you can really feel that um, he is really passionate about the sport and about the team and that is really important and i have seen the same thing in like I, i've been on team ragde for for four years uh, team santander and magnar dal he also shows the same passion you, you know that i live and breathe for cross country skiing and uh, and that that's a passion that comes from within I think it's really hard to describe, and I think maybe they will, they themselves will have uh, difficult explain explaining where that come from. Eivind Moenfjell 
joined her team and suddenly all the other guys skied better even though Avin didn't have a great season this year and uh, <laughs> some people started to talk about an Avin effect uh, is, was it an Avin effect on your team? Uh, yes, I think so. I think so. Um, Irving is is very important for us, and I I am pretty sure that we have not taken the, the the step with uh, the guys uh, if not Irving had uh, came to the team uh, one year ago. And In what way? Um, he uh, he give uh, the team and the, the members and the, the athletes a uh, self uh, self confidence and uh, show them that uh, oh you're strong and uh, it's enough and uh, you're you're not uh, if you go so ha- so fast you know do now you could win in ski classic and uh, he have been in Ragden Santander and the, I think the the guys. Uh, um, uh, pretty, it was uh, very nice to have him, and he's uh, some captain, and it, it takes the group and lead them for some way. When I talk to people uh, like Eivind and uh, and Britta and others, they talk a lot. When they talk about you, they talk about passion, and uh, I mean, I guess you put a lot of hours into this work, and you also, uh, I mean, you could have had another job with uh, much more paid uh, per hour at least uh, how what what does it come from your passion i like i love uh, cross country skiing and then i love wisma ski classic and i i have a vision in, in the forward and uh, we could be so much bigger and we could grow up and and that's my passion i think i there's so much potential in the in this uh, business i think and we 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 see it it's uh, grow every day and the team is been bigger and ski classic i think been been bigger and uh, uh this uh, let's see what we could uh, could together came and where we are on 10 years that uh, I think that's uh, one of the the passion for me we're going to talk about the future shortly Um, but if you compare your your passion as a team director uh, compared to when you were pro athletes like talking about how nervous you were or how happy or how sad you were after a good result or bad result how would you compare those two roles when you are in the in the race uh, that uh, same is i think next uh, same if you're uh, between or in the race uh, there there are uh, very you are you're very focused uh, on on the race and before the race and that's next the same i think uh, but uh, and the the when you win the race uh, with uh, with britta or emil man, it's next uh, bigger uh, happy when you are uh, and uh, when you are a leader and and um, uh, a coach then you are a skier i think interesting so so talking about passion you put a lot of hours into this and you also work in a sports shop in lisaham right yes uh, i have done it some 2012 yeah, and how much is that? Uh, maybe two, three years, uh, three days on the week uh, or something. But uh, after this uh, spring, I should uh, take uh, my uh, the whole of my time to the team, and uh, I, I we should try that uh, now in from from uh, June, I think. 
you're gonna take some uh, take some of the athlete athlete salary. So, <laughs> or, or, or how does it work? Is it the same budget for you and for the athletes? Is it uh, do you take from the, from the same bag? Uh, no, uh, we have the team, and some we have a training camp, uh, training, and uh, yes, it's uh, it's uh, we could say it's the, it's the same. Uh, you can say, and the training uh, we have um, uh, before we had not have the in the team. Now we have the into the team. So that, yes, it's it's. And do do the athletes do they get covered costs, and do they also get some money out uh, besides just traveling costs? Uh, yes, uh, for the first two years we not have the the economy to have every 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 skier should take the part of it. But now since uh, three years, four years maybe, uh, we have. Uh, Every skiers have uh, have uh, in the the they should have a, a economist uh, uh, from the team too. And you're doing this with Lars Jung, and uh, we will listen to him right now. My name is Lars Jung, and I'm the assistant team director of uh, Lager 157 ski team. And I'm assisting Anton Jernberg, and I've known him for... We've worked together for 11 years, and I've known him for, I would say, probably 25 years or something. Uh, And he's... uh, I mean, we we talk on the phone every day, uh, 365 days a year. Uh, So he's, um, he's pretty much like family for me, and we know each other. He means a great lot. There's a lot of things you can say about Anton. He's a solution person, uh, a fixer. I mean, he always finds a lot of solutions and sees a lot of solutions in things, but he doesn't, seem pro- doesn't see problems. And there's no situation that you cannot handle if you're like Anton. And th- that makes it really fun to work with him. And I think in one way, th- the sharper the situation is, the better Anton gets. If you like, for example, the competition arena with uh, uh, all those stuff that happens happens during a competition and before a competition. He's just brilliant in the way he's juggling with all those stuff and makes it work. That's really impressive, I think. And I must say, I'm also really impressed by the way he he operates the team. I mean, the, this holistic picture. This, uh, I mean, to be a pro team director of a big team in Vismaski Classics, it's it's pretty demanding. It's pretty. It's a lot of things to that you have to keep track on and have to work with and. Uh, I mean, the sport side of things, that we have, like, inputs and ideas and thoughts around the sports sports side, that's one thing. Because, I mean, that's our background. That's our education. That's our that's where we have our experience and where we have our main interest, really, from the beginning. But we've got more or less thrown into the business side of, of this. Uh, and, uh, I mean, just handling the branding and marketing and... Uh, negotiations of the contracts and social media and so on. I think he does a great job. And I, I must say I'm really impressed by the way he does it. And uh, I also think it's hard to talk about Anton uh, without uh, mentioning his uh, drive, his passion. It's probably his biggest asset as a as a coach, as a leader. I think it's uh, he's really great at uh, keeping this, this engine going and... Uh, never never slowing down and i mean we are celebrating 11 years now this coming may as a team and and i think the the answer to the, to this and probably the within the explanation to it that's where we find the the 
the big thing about Anton as a leader, and it's the fuel he uses. Also, the fuel is uh, is the best fuel you can get. <laughs> it's uh, based on passion, joy, and love for the sport, and and especially for the long distance skiing. It, it might sound a bit philosoph like a philosoph, but I mean, he found his way in life. I think this is this is what he's meant to do in in a in a way. And I mean, that's uh, that's not so easy to find. And he has he has done it, and he's going all in for it. And I think. In one way, it's not so hard to put the hours in when you're doing something that you really enjoy and you, you really like. Maybe the the big price should go to his wife for letting him do it. I mean, year after year. What is Lars' role in the team? In the company, I uh, Lars is one of the the owner, uh, and uh, he's uh, the assistant sport uh, director, and he's uh, a coach for some of the the uh, skiers, and he's um, he's uh, involved in the, involved in the team the whole time, and every day we talk and in in the. Um, I am little more in the front line, but Lars is uh, with uh, behind the whole time, and he's very, very important. He's, uh, me and Lars and uh, have the we are we are the team together, so he's uh, some same important that I am. You have a strong following in social media in Sweden. You have been able to to make the interest for Rismaski Classic grow in Sweden. You have an an, an Instagram account which is very active and, and many followers, and you're doing a great job there. Is is that also split between you and Lars? Uh, yes, uh, Lars is. The, I do do the the. the much and Lars do the good <laughs> so yes Lars is um, the, the the boss of social media and he's uh, the heart of it and the, the brain of it and he's uh, the 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 movie or the, the Lars are I have the daily the daily update maybe and he's the the, the pod was a pod and Lars is the, the boss Yeah, you also have a podcast with the. Um, I've listened to all the 92 episodes. I could recommend it for you that understand Swedish, uh, you and Lars. In that uh, podcast, you have uh, race reports from from uh, the races, and you also have uh, some thoughts about Vismaski Classic. And I will let you, in a little while, I will let you, you give some suggestion for Vismaski Classics. But first, let's talk about the, the, the camps you. Um, Lars mentioned about uh, uh, your wife has a big tolerance. <laughs> so you have a wife and and do you have kids also? Yes, uh, funny. I, the, it's my wife and she's working with the team too, and uh, she is uh, in the background and she's uh, uh, me. Uh, Lars, Fanny and Stefan I think uh, they, they are the team behind the team uh, uh, and uh, that's uh, the, the, the prize I win this, the, the prize is for them and to, to I think uh, we, are, we are a team together and we work together and, and uh, uh, they are Fanny and, and Stefan also is uh, very important And how old are your kids? Uh, Clara is four and a half now so she 
next some we start the team in uh, in 2014 then she is 2015 Clara uh, came I've heard she's named after Roland Clara, the oh, yes, Italian uh, Lars, skier. Uh, Lars uh, thinks it's after the, the skate, uh, the king from uh, from Italy, Roland Clara, but um, fun is not uh, too happy with that. <laughs> so so uh, how many camps do you have per year? Is it uh, one week every month like many other yes, teams? Yes, so we try to have one week every month from May to, to, to the start in Livigno in November and uh, from five to seven days. And how could a day look like on a camp? I, uh, of course, it's very different from camp to camp, but in, in general, like... Uh, often we do a long uh, roller ski session uh, on the morning and uh, maybe some some little shorter uh, on the on the afternoon. But we try to have uh, double pulling every day. We have double pulling every day and often on the on the morning and often three, four, five hours and um, and. Uh, after that we have maybe running or some uh, other training on on the on the afternoon how many hours do you usually put in 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 one week in a camp it's a little different but i think uh, uh, on five days we go f- to uh, 20 25 maybe and if you have a, have a whole week uh, 25 13 nests i think the uh, one of the philosophy we have is, is the the camp should be very very hard and the, the, when we uh, have the whole team on the same place we want to push and uh, train hard so the the camps are and we want to have it very hard who is the best runner on your team uh marcus uh, johansson uh, and uh, andreas Holmberg. And what could they do in, in a 3K or a 10K? Um, <laughs> good question. Marcus could do it 42, 43 on, the, on 10K, I think. And I think Andreas is uh, the same next. And who is the best roller skier? Roller skier, Anton Carlsson. And who is the best on skierg? Uh, I think... Uh, What's your three best memories as a team director? Oh, that's a good uh, that's a good question. Um, of course, this year's in in Livigno, uh, the first uh, the first uh, weekend uh, when we take uh, double victory in uh, both Britta and Emil. Uh, first time in the podium and first time in the in the in the victory for the man. This was a that was a big big day for us. And uh, even some week after in Kaiser, when we Emil wins again, Britta is number two and Marcus first time in podium number three. That's uh, a good memory and then the first time uh, we have we work uh, when we start we say 2014 the, the main goal would be to win the the Vasa Loppet and 2017 when the first victory for Britta uh, was a very very big moment for for us and uh, for me too um, she had a uh, uh, history of many many second place on Vasa Loppet and even this 2017 season she was uh, second in many race before Katarina Smutna win 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 and Britta number two 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 and uh, then we come to, to Vasa Loppet she, she uh, was the strongest and, and win and that, that was a, a big big moment.
that's three moments there. And what's the worst mistake you have done as a team director through these through these years? Oh, I think I do mistakes all all time. Um, the biggest mistake, uh, I don't know. Um, I mean, I think that it's uh, it's. Um, I, some some we do mistakes in the in the feeding in the in the coaching and the, I remember one time we do a very bad uh, bad feeding and tact, um, coaching uh, in the La Diagonella and the, the racers uh, uh, going totally energy uh, tum uh, and um, empty and energy. Uh, yes, empty of energy. Uh, that was a big mistake, I think. In your podcast with Lars Jung, you have uh, lots of thoughts about how what race should be in and what races should not be in uh, Vismaski Classics and what they should do with the, the whole concept. And uh, now you have... Uh, the chance to to say it to some more like what's the what do you like with the program in Vismaski Classics and what do you want to develop that man should remember is this Vismaski Classic has done a lot of very good things for for long distance skiing uh, if you if my look some years back and now it's big difference it's whole every year it's been better and better and better and that's very very good and I think uh next step for ski classic maybe is the to to communication the, the ski classic out uh, to to people who is not in the the heart of ski classic out in on the television or or something and there i think um, the it's a important work and to so take the next step i think the team have a big um, big uh, work to do and uh, ski classic is uh, is the, the the cup and but the the team is the important i think that for to take next step in the interest and then to to be, make it bigger we we team take uh, the big big uh, work to do and and with uh, well, so what so. what could the team uh, do People is very interesting to the to the team and what happens with the team with skiers, uh, uh, tactic or something. So I think uh, open more and show the the people who who, who look at us what we what we what we do and what we want and all something. If we could do that, I think more people should uh, find us. If you can say two races that you want to have in Vismaski Classics, what would those two races be? Marcia Longa. No, and... that's um, ah, that's not uh, yes. the tour. But yes, then I know uh, that's your favorite. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, uh, I should say uh, Tartu ski marathon, and maybe a new one in Ulrichshavn, fifteen <laughs> uh, loops and three kilometers. Maybe night uh, in the uh, on uh, on uh, light light. Um. Oh, in the evening in the light. Yes, in the exact. Exactly. Yeah. What about your team next season? Is it going to be the same, or are you going to switch a few skiers? 
we work to, to with that now and we not uh, I I hope and I think we have the same team uh, some last year and we want to have the same team last year we have uh, we have taken big steps for the two year last years and I want to work with this uh, group uh, some years uh, some years uh, more and I hope and I think we have the, the same team Thank you very much uh, Anton and um You could conclude this by guessing your uh, position in the pro team competition next year. I think uh, we take the first place next year. Sounds good. <laughs> Thank you. This podcast is a W Sports Media production.